everyone, and welcome to A Nightmare on Fear Street. A monstrous podcast about all things horror. If you like what you hear today, then you can follow us on all of the usual socials or subscribe to our Patreon for bonus content and merch. You can find all of that by visiting us at allmylinks.com backslash A Nightmare on Fear Street or in our episode descriptions wherever you're listening to this podcast at. Today we're covering Ring 2 with Jazz and Cat from Girl That's Scary. Yay! Yay! <laughs> we always love having y'all here. It's always yes. a damn good time. We especially love having you for this month because it's our BOGO month. You brought the first movie with us and we're giving you the second one. If it's good or bad, we'll find out. Sometimes you like we're drinking. Sometimes, you did, even if you didn't ask for it, you got it anyway. So Sometimes the sequel is just vibes. <laughs> and you don't know till you hit record and you're like, well, <laughs> how is your day? <laughs> right. All right. But before we get into green two, let's catch up with Girl That's Scary. So what's going on on the pod, y'all? Well, lots of shit. It's women <laughs> in horror month, I guess, at the time that we're recording this. And that's exciting because we're still keeping it moving from Black History Month, Black 366, even though it's not a leap year this year. Um, We had shit coming out every day last month, so now we're kind of taking the backseat, but there's still more shit coming out. So I think that sums it up. Am I right, Jess? Yep, we're out here doing women in horror. You know, it's getting a little warm outside, so we're getting real spicy with the episodes this month. That's really what we're doing this month. And of course, we're probably going to, I'm going to sneak in a watch along. Y'all know I love to sneak in a watch along. Impromptu. I just be like, what y'all doing? Y'all trying to watch something? <laughs> Man. <Yeah. laughs> Keeping it fierce as always. I love uh, those messages though, because it's just eyeballs. And I'm like, I'm thinking about Twilight Zone. Where you at? <laughs> I, I'll be there in five minutes. <laughs> so what horror have you been watching? Anything new? Catching your eyeballs? I recently watched Lamb, and I know you guys see the question marks formulating across my face, <laughs> but that movie was a journey, but I was just like, okay. Um, Scream has now hit the video on demand, so that will be ingested in my eyeball soon. Yes, I'm still not doing movie theaters. There are bed bugs in there and coronavirus in the air, so I don't have time. Um, <laughs> and yeah, what about you, Jazz? Well, just recently, as y'all know, I watched The Reversible. Uh, big mistake. But I watched <laughs> it, right? So no one else has to. But the funny story about it is we started like a Twitter space with like eight people in there. And then it ended with two people because everybody was like, oh, hell no, I'm not doing this. And it just, it cleared the room. That's what kind of movie it is. It cleared, it cleared the room, but not in a great way. You, you know. I did. I took one for the team there because I was like, geez, I, I wasn't ready for that. I just, I I didn't know what was going on. I also watched The Killing of a Sacred Deer not too long ago because I was looking at the cover. You ever see a movie and you're like, I don't really want to watch this. Um, this is not catching my eye. And then sometimes you eventually hit it and it's like, wait a minute, they needed better cover art, one. But two, this is a good fucking movie. I mean, it's pretty decent. Although the main character, Kid, I was like, y'all don't, he's clearly a villain. Like, did you see him? Have you seen him? (laughs) He looks like a villain. Right. All right, well, plug the socials for the listeners who need to be reminded where they can find individually and then the podcast, of course. 
Yes, well, you can find both of us simultaneously at Girl That's Scary, basically um, on Twitter, Instagram. If you put it in the Google machine, you're going to find us. That includes Patreon and all those other fun things. You can just really pull up on the website and then link you there because that was a lot to remember. And most of my handles are Danny the Kid. Jazz, what's your handle now? It's everywhere. It's Smoking Aces, like the movie, except the I in smoking is a one because Greek. <laughs> yep. <laughs> there it goes. Give them a follow. Make sure you subscribe. Rate review girl that's scary because we love them. All right. Let's get into this movie, y'all, because we got it's a lot. There's a lot happening. Uh, well, well, well. <laughs> <laughs> Jazz or cat, what's one of your first thoughts? Ooh, imagery. Um, I okay, so I put this on at literally like late nine something or maybe ten, because I it was at like right past 11.30 when I finished it. And it's only like an hour. And th- I'm saying only an hour 37 because I've seen longer movies. It didn't need to be that long. But the things I saw, although the plot was a little, you know, kind of bloated to me, but the imagery, like the things I was, I was seeing, I was like, oh, why is that like that? That is really creepy. Like the way things will switch from like TV land sort of to back to reality or how you make me afraid of water. I don't understand. It's just it's just water. It's just water. But I'm like, I no, I don't I don't like that. The way that the clay kind of figures, um, the way that people are, you know, dying. I because there's a scene where you first come in. And there's like something burned, like a man has shaped burn into the top. I'm like, what? What is this? Um, it stressed me the hell out. The imagery was really is one thing I can give to the movie. It was creepy as hell. Vibes, like you said, lots of vibes. So many vibes. When he picks up a piece of the man that melted into his tub or whatever, I was like, no, stop. Lord. Oh, it was not okay. With his bare hands, like, what kind of procedure is this? Don't these cops got gloves? Like, where's the money going? Now you know. Now you know <laughs> the budget is being used for everything except for carpentry. Like, it's just not, it's just not it. My first thoughts was, here we go again. It's about to go crazy. It's about to get wild. Um, I was getting sleepy, but there were lots of beautiful gowns. Um, the faces were still creepy. Um, the way the twitching and the, and the stuff, and I was like, "Are we in the DVDs? Are we not? In the, what's happening?" Am I watching a movie? I, I was a little stressed at that point. Um, still gonna say "Beautiful Gowns" again, and then the movie ended. It did. It felt way longer than an hour and thirty-seven. So exactly. that's exactly it's not a good thing. Yeah, it I feel like I'm still watching gone. it. <laughs> 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 it just felt like dread was all like the sense of dread and i've talked about this like dread is cool it's good but it's not enough like jada kiss said <laughs> i love it <laughs> i one thing i think that the uh, the movie was effective at which i it's not a lot of that but uh in the expansion of what this video could be was terrifying. At one point, this girl's like getting interviewed about the movie, and she's like, "Yeah, sometimes now it just interrupts late night television." And I'm like, "What if I wake up and that video is just playing on my TV? I'm not okay with that." Can you imagine trying to give like Stephen Colbert a view, and all of a sudden your ass is haunted? Can you even fucking imagine? Bruh. 
I would be watching Powerpuff Girls in the middle of the city, in the uh, middle of Townsville. All of a sudden, we see Sadako as like, hey, bitch, I'm about to come out your screen. And then I got to leave. No. At that point, you don't have a TV anymore. Like, you literally <laughs> just take up reading um, and other handcrafts and, and handiworks. Because why even deal with technology when you know it's about to be some haunted shit popping off? Stay ahead of the game, baby. Get rid of the technology. You would catch me living my best Farmville life in an Amish community nearby. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I saw a video on my phone and it kicked my ass. I am done. I am done. Sheree turned Amish. Oh, God. <laughs> it's like I turn my own butter and if you let it sit out long enough, it becomes alcohol. And it's fine. <laughs> That's the, the drunkest way. Amish person. Right. <laughs> What's all this old grape juice about, Sheree? Don't worry about it. <laughs> Don't worry about it. I'm just trying to, you know, make something. Listen. To clean my home. A natural juices. Listen. <laughs> it's from the earth. <laughs> I... <laughs> At no point in this movie did I know where it was going next. Because I'm always like, it's too predictable. I hate being able to predict where we're going. I knew nothing. I still don't understand how we got to some of these places. I have questions. <laughs> I have questions. I, I, ha I have a lot of questions. I have questions about the storyline. I have questions about the side mission, side stories. I have questions about everything because there were lots of choices that were made. Not necessarily great choices, not necessarily bad choices, but there were choices. And I'm interested. I will say at least they made some choices. Like, yep. you know, they didn't leave me hanging on like stuff happening. Uh, the, one, one of the questions I had, and I, I get it. This was like, what, 1999? <laughs> She was one of those people that just hit record with abandon and lived her best life. It would come back for six hours and see what MTV did that day. Like I, I also was happy that we followed up with, was it Riku, Riku and Yochi? Am I saying those correctly? Yeah. Yes. Okay. I'm from Missouri, so I never know. But, but I'm happy we followed up with them because into the last movie, I had some questions because I'm like, he watched his video. You killed your father. You killed his father. Your ex husband. You should be investigated if from now I'm looking in. And so I was happy we picked it up with them, even though I don't know what happens in this movie. <laughs> um, I'm happy we at least had that forethought to be like, these characters did some shit. Let's let's follow them. I mean, I'm not even gonna I'm not gonna hold you. If I already knew what if I didn't know what the follow-up movies were in the back, I would just like that came to after this, I would just assume that eventually we would end up in space. Like I knew the series would be like, we're going to space. And I'm like, all right, let's go, baby. Actually, knowing what comes next, we need to go to space. <laughs> we need to go to space. Like that's the franchise trajectory. Space, the hood, and then back to where you started. We still have questions. I have so many questions. I, like who is that person? So Yoichi, yo, yo, I'm not saying that right. Anyways. And his mother in hiding pretty much from the cops. 
because like Therese said, everybody around her is dead. <laughs> but when they find them, somebody is dead in that apartment. But who was that? Another one bites the dust. Somebody else <laughs> saw the movie. First of all, I'm concerned because the little boy was standing outside. So I kept thinking at this point, when we're in, when we finally see Yoichi in the second movie, I'm like, okay, is this also a part of Mai's mind? Like, is this a vision? Is he really there? Where is the adult? Like, he's just standing over yonder. Not the vision him, but when we see him again, I'm like, is this still in her brain? Um, and then you find out this baby is living in the closet. I have questions. He always be by, but you remember he was kind of grown in the first one, like a little tiny adult. He just be outside. I feel like he was running the errands in the house. Honestly, truly, I feel like she just gives him the money and he pays the bills. He's a grown up. Well, they own the lamb, so I don't know. Is this normal? I, listen, <laughs> listen, I I'm not maternal, but I feel like she has made some choices with this child. And that's why we might have ended up in this movie <laughs> because he don't <laughs> listen to her. He's like, fuck you, Catherine. I'm doing this. And she's like, okay, I'm going to go investigate a video. I'm a journalist. Like, <laughs> right. And that's why she runs out in traffic, gets ran over. But before she does, has a vision of somebody telling her that that's no longer her son. Well, <laughs> we never revisit that idea, though. So I don't know. <laughs> Is, I don't know. <laughs> If you have one vision, we got to follow that up with how and why you have visions now. Or have you always had them? Nadasha did. Or is it Sudoku? Because they're talking about this at one point in the movie. They're like talking about how manifestation and your thoughts can like, you know, make shit happen. Because they were like, can you really will someone to die? And it was like, bruh. Sis was in the well for 30 years, dog, okay? You know how much hate in your heart you can manifest in the dark well for 30 years, even after death? You got supernatural hate, okay? Supernatural hate. So I'm like, they, they mentioned that. So I wonder if Sadako is like making, like giving, like pushing her visions because she the world turns into like that TV land. I wonder if she did that or the sun or is Sadako in Yochi and is making that happen by proximity. Because, you know, if the bitch can crawl through a TV, I mean, that bitch can do anything, to be quite honest. Listen. <laughs> Listen, I would not fuck with her. Because they were all like, she's been down there for 30 years. I don't know. How, how did we do this? And I'm like, y'all failed her. And that's why she killed everybody. And she's still killing people. Let's get to the real heart of the issue. Because you found her body now. But it's still happening. And they're like, nope. We don't want to wear our suits and walk down hallways. Bruh, with them big ass chopper suits, all the shirts, all the button ups is 2X. And you go sit here and reconstruct her body for what? Why are we reconstructing her body for to give to who? And then the uncle talking about, let me just bury this body and maybe I can be free of the guilt because this shit was my fault. Sadako don't want to hear that. Sadako don't want to hear that shit. She don't want to hear that shit. No. You're dead. You're done. You're dead. It's too late. It's too late. Like, <laughs> it's too fucking late. <laughs> You had 30 years. <laughs> you can't make amends. You can't make it right. She coming for you. She ain't got no fingernails. And she's like in pieces now. And she coming for you. And that's just where it is. Live your best life until it's your time in an hour. That's all you can do. Oh, God. Yeah. And who were, what was the, the psychiatry part of this? Like, what was all the, who were, what? Who was that patient that they were experimenting on? <laughs> That doctor was like, she could die, but oh well, we're gonna figure this out somewhat, one way or the other. Well, that doctor was shaky because you see what his ass doing in the end. So that's true. Listen, 
I love another question I had, but deals with choices. Is a lot of people in this movie were like just willingly watching this movie, just being like, "Pop it in, let's see what happens." And I'm like, "What are you doing?" It's like one girl who came in and was like, "I watched it last night. Will you watch it now?" And he was like, "Yeah, sure. I'm gonna go do that right now." I too had that question because I was like, okay, are y'all all watching this for shits and giggles? It only took but one time for me to see somebody die. Like, if it was like, okay, this is an urban legend, okay. But then somebody really died after watching it. Why the hell is you pressing play? And then you really thought he was about to watch that shit? He saw a glimpse of somebody else's mind through the tape in the room. That was enough for him. But I'm not going to hold you. I chuckled when he tossed the tape into the drawer. Like, absolutely not. But then I love that she got her revenge because that's what you get. You told her that you would because essentially that would have like, I guess, you know, ended the curse for her. So he could have just passed it on, unfortunately. But he was just like, absolutely not. I don't want to be involved in any of this shit. First of all, you should have been doing something else. You should have mind your business because the other person you work with vanished from work. Why the hell would you want to pick up right where they left off? All of this is a red flag, girl. It's a red flag. Like, literally, I would have just been honest with her. I'm just like, you're telling me people die when they watch this, so I'm not going to watch this. Good day. <laughs> Find another fool. Find another fool, motherfucker, because it won't be me. I'm sorry. I just, I even if it wasn't true, that I, why would I take the chance? Even if the person who watched it died of a heart attack or just whatever, they just died because they had they were supposed to die that time. It was their number. It was up. No. Well, no, I, it's free 99 for me not to take the chance. Why would I take the chance? Why would I take a risk that big my whole life? And it's not even like a just an instant death. So Doc will come and scare the shit out you. Like that's not that you don't have a regular death. You have your day people have seen all the corpses. They're all fucked. All of them. I have enough problems in life without watching a video to have more supernatural problems. So I just don't understand why they were like, let's put it in and see. I don't understand that messy white people behavior. And I was like, mm, what y'all doing? I, I, I expect it better from y'all. I expect y'all to know not to put this fucking video in. But apparently some of us live in our best confused life. Maybe there's just not a lot of movies happening in Japan at this time. Because <laughs> I was like, there's got to be a better movie to watch. But um, I... Some no. kind of anime. I don't know. Something. No. no. no I, love Listen, I love alcohol. But if you tell me when you mix vodka and like bourbon, people fucking die, I'm not going to mix those two drinks. I'm going to keep them separate if I even fuck with them anymore. And so I don't understand why they're just like, <laughs> people dying. Let me see what happens. I don't need to know anything. I would move on to tequila. What are you talking about? I wouldn't even try to make, I wouldn't even have them in the house. You know, it would, this would turn to a beer and wine home, bitch. I wouldn't even listen. I just, I don't really see the reason to push the button. Like, but, but again, people see a big red button and they, they're always that one who has to go, let me just see what it do. And I, this brings me back to like, I don't know if everyone had this happen, but when I was in college, that like, that, Sheree probably remembers this, but like that viral video stuff started happening with all like the disgusting stuff, like two girls, one cup. And all this stuff. And everyone's like, let's watch it. And I was like, why? why? What is wrong with you? Why are we watching this? Two kids, one sandbox. Like, no, I am not. Don't watch it. Don't Google it. Don't do nothing. Y'all just I don't. I don't mm -mm, I'm good. The two girls went up. Um, someone, I think I was in high school or like a, somebody was like, they, I didn't click on it. They were starting to show me. And I was like, this seems like something I wouldn't watch. And as soon as the first part went 
Dummy, I said, yeah, that's it. That's it for me, buddy. And you're we're not friends. I hope you know that me and you are not cool when you see me cross the street. Wow. Um, I'm not even going to hold you. I have seen two girls, one cup. I've seen BME Pain Olympics. Don't look it up. I did that, so you don't have to do that. My eyes should be fried by now. Like, I should not be allowed to see anything anymore. And if they say that there was a ghost in those movies, I'm gone. I am reporting live from the afterlife. Um, because this is the life that I chose. I unfortunately, you know what? Now I can see how the hell niggas supposed to play on these ghost movies. <laughs> because I'm sitting here like, you know what? Now I didn't sit through the whole thing. I was just like, girl, what is this? Why are y'all recording this? What is the reason? I know people are into that. And I'm not here to shame, but I'm also saying no, thank you. No, thank you. Um, I also want to talk about all of the random side things, especially the real reason why we're kicking this movie off with Mai. Mai and what's his name? Ryuji. He, they had a thing going on, girl. I could tell from the first movie um, when baby girl walks in, it's like, you know, you need to get into this because this is your son. And Mai comes up and it's just like, oh, hey. Just a little too into the conversation. And I first thinking like, why is she so close? Like grown folks is talking. But then she's really in the room. And then the second movie when she's thinking she's seeing him on the bench. And I'm like, oh, this is a long lost love story. She's looking for her man. So now, and the fact that they linking up, I said, this is too much. This is the soap opera drama I needed. That's what I did like about the story. I, I can't be fucking with dead men. I got to draw a line somewhere. I'm going to swipe left on all the dead men. I think that's a good practice, honestly. Like, I'm not asking for much, but I need him to be alive. <laughs> that's like a base. <laughs> I mean, but you know, sometimes the going gets tough, you know? <laughs> I guess, I guess. Honestly, I mean, at the end of the day, it's all a choice, but it's just... All these people should have got wiped out within the first 30 movies. It truly should not have been an hour and a half movie. It should have been like 60 minutes. It would have been a good 60 minute film. Now that I'm sitting here thinking about it, like thinking about all the stuff they could have like kept and like spliced. I really wish they focused more on like the lore because the lore is what kept me into it, especially when they go to the hotel and they see the woman in the mirror and I'm like, nah, baby, I gotta get out of here. And it's like, lady, little girl, lady, little girl. I'm like, that was the scariest part. But then I was also like, why is she still standing there? My ass would have been gone down the hall. I, but she's just sitting there looking at him, <laughs> watching the show. And no, but that that hotel or whatever it was, was gorgeous. The architecture, I love Japanese architecture. It is so, uh, I love it. If they get rid of the ghost, they get you some real traffic. <laughs> and they, they, you listen, you can't, but the ghosts are in there. The girl talk about some, you're dead already. What does that mean? She's in your mirror, mama. We know she dead. We, she been dead since the first movie. I don't know what you want from her. She's already dead. <laughs> She's also haunting you. I, can we, can we not also there like towards the end when she's in the well and climbing up and the motherfucking clay bitch start climbing. Like, it's per ghost, but clay also bloated body and climbing up. And she look up. And the fucking hand is on the rope. That's when I unmuted, because I was on Clubhouse with Shay. I unmuted and was like, oh my God. <laughs> I was, it fucked me up. I was like, uh-uh, no, 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 no. That's my no. favorite part of the movie, when the bitch comes out the water, and she's like, this ain't fun in games no more. And she starts to climb below, boil her back. 
and this ghost is coming up her the walls because like clearly she will fuck up her fingers. We saw this in the first movie. She don't care. She don't need her fingers. And so she's coming for him, and she keeps looking down at her. I'm like, you need to stop looking down. You need to be looking up and forward. Man, you drop your little boy because he's possessed anyways. Can you really save him? What's his quality of life? I don't know. But like, <laughs> the bitch caught her, and I cackled. And yeah, and then she said, "Why are you the only one that gets to survive?" And I was like, "Well, damn! Talk about survivor's guilt!" Like, she's... also, you've been dead for thirty years. This is not her fucking fault. Like, you need to be beefing with your fucking uncle and them because that's this ain't got nothing to do with her. I I love a shady ghost. I was like, if y'all need to fight this out real quick, that's fine. We've been here long enough, anyways. Why not? What? <laughs> But like she definitely signed up to fuck those rocks just to like get in her face to be like, why are you in that bitch? And I was like, okay, I see this. This is my energy. I got it. Sheree would love the petty ghost. I will be a petty ghost. Like I was waiting to see who pissed me off last. That's who's getting haunted, just FYI. You, are you gonna be climbing walls like that? I'm not athletic. I'm a I'm gonna walk through that shit and wait for them, teleport, those kind of things. <laughs> I did like that after they climbed out of the well, they came out of the pool. That was dope as hell. That was cool. And then they come up, and it's two dead bodies already floating. I also liked when they started that whole situation. That last scene was really creepy and terrifying because they doing the shit, and then the coffin just appear in the water. So it feels like water is like this medium for like spirits to travel through, which is what makes water even creepier. Granted, she did die in the water, but water has always been considered like had all these properties. People always coming up out the water. It's always something about water. So I thought that was also very interesting. Like, oh, the coffin bobbed up. Then the dude commit. The doctor walks in with the electrical equipment and just jumps in, and a nurse try to save him. And I feel like she gets shocked too because the water is coming up. I I was just like, everybody's dead, and y'all just coming up out the water. Like, wow, this is crazy. <laughs> yeah, I, the last like I think that was the last like 20, 25 minutes of the movie were the best kind of scariest, most intense parts of it. But there was just a lot of stuff in the in the middle there that could have been cut. Like the like I said earlier, all the stuff at the middle institution with that one girl who we don't even know who she is and the water soaking into the to the toilet paper or whatever it was. Like I just what we what were we doing there? I don't I, I thought the institution was just there for the drama and the accidental camp. Because, like, she's pushing this bitch around with a partition so she can't see the TV. And then she's like, no, I want to see it today. I need to see it today. And then, of course, shit goes sideways. People are screaming. That woman who was screaming silently for, like, three seconds. And then she's like, ah! I was like, what the fuck is happening? <laughs> Pure fear. Sadako is like, bitch, I will kill every... I will air this bitch out. Do you understand me? What do you dare to look at a TV, bitch? I done told your motherfucking ass you thought I was playing, bitch. She was waiting right at the TV knob. She was waiting. Please. Uh, please turn me on, bitch. Look at me so I can come out and whoop your ass. And that's why I'm a fan. Justice for Sadako. Like, I am a fan. She is turning this shit up. Regardless of where the story is taking me and how I'm feeling, I love that she has time to pull up with these hoes. And then she's pulling up. And I'm really just sitting here like, damn, can everybody see this? Can they not see this? Who all can see this? Who all is this affecting? Just come on. Keep giving it to me. That's really just it. I feel like she's the Martha Stewart of ghosts. She's always serving you something. <laughs> She will make do with what she has. She has backup plans and she's always ready to entertain. Like, I, 
a justice, just justice for her. I'm I'm here for her. I wish this movie was shorter, but it was not her fault. The Martha Stewart of Ghosts. That's a line. Please write that down so you don't forget. Also, I mean, her haunting is eternal, so maybe they want it to feel long and dreadful because it's just the dragging. It just always it's it doesn't matter. It the ghost is good until someone know everyone is dead who watched the tape. That's it. And she wants to pass her misery around because, again, she's been festering on this misery for uh, 30, 30 years. She's trying to pass the savings on to you. <laughs> As a VIP grudge holder, like I would bring home gold was an Olympic sport. 30 years is a long ass time. And so I'm happy she gets to like, she ha- I'm happy she to finish her things. Because like, I know if I hold on to a grudge 30 years, which like some of them will be getting there soon enough. <laughs> I, I too, want to be like, it's time to be more proactive in this. I can't just be sitting here on the sidelines anymore. Um, I'm going to take it to your job. I'm going to take it to your house. <laughs> I'm going to get your auntie with the bad wig involved because I never liked her either. Like, it's, <laughs> I, I'm here for her. I really am. I, I think that she is, she is the reason for this movie. <laughs> I want to talk about the police officer real quick because I noticed that it seemed like he wasn't following no procedures. One, you 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 shaking up the girl. Like, I feel like I should be able to take your badge number and file a complaint. You following motherfuckers around. You telling me what to do. Am I even under investigation? Like, you, you why are you able to just pull up at my spot? Like, why are you doing this? Like, it's really weird. Your shirts are really big. I'm not really a fan. Looks like he has a pirate shirt, a hoy matey head ass. It really gives me... But again, it's 1999, so I mean, maybe that's I know they were a bit wearing baggy button ups, which was a criminal. They were wearing baggy button ups as business attire and they were tucking them in. Well, sometimes they weren't even tucking them in. And the shirt, how, why is this shirt to your knees? <laughs> what, what, aren't you at work? Aren't you supposed to be a professional? Look at you, these big ass shoes on. I'm done. I just, I felt like he wasn't a real cop. I felt like he just stumbled upon this. He was actually a security guard and he was good at puzzles. And they said, You want a job. <laughs> and doesn't he show up at her house at like or super late at night? Yes. <laughs> yes, dressed like he's ready for the after hours. I'm sitting here thinking as Jazz is describe- describing these outfits, the 90s and early 2000s apparel and mid-2000s, we were dressed for all occasions at the same time. You was ready to go to the basketball court. You was ready to go to a job interview. You was ready to go to the club. Especially if you was ready to go to the club, you was ready to go to a job interview and the club at the same time. We were all like, so he had the workplace ready to go to the after hours function, but still ready to solve the crime. He was ready for success. <laughs> he, I, he just looked like he was wearing his older brother's outfits to like, picking back up what Jazz is saying. It's like, my up. older brother left these in the closet and my mama said I can get my own clothes. So I don't have to wear these hand-me-downs. So they're swimming in this shit, trying to solve crimes. And it just feels like, it feels like a sitcom I want. Him trying to solve crimes in his older brother's outfits and not getting respected at home. <laughs> With his shoes, two sizes too big, so they clop around nowhere. Him walking into crime scenes with a wonk wonk sound <laughs> kicking off. Right, he does. <laughs> Bruh, and the fucking vest. All the vests. There's so many vests. Remember, we used to wear all these fucking vests. What was going on? But you know what? Bitches had the vest on with no fucking shirt, and I was bitches. I had the vest on with no shirt. Fashion. Fashion. That's Listen, what was going on. Period. We loved a vest in the late 90s, early 2000s. It was a thing. 
Listen, I remember my first vest that was like a real vest. I found it like a thrift store. She was red, which is not my color, but I was gonna wear that bitch anyways with gold buttons. You couldn't tell me nothing. I'd be like, this is my fancy day. And it's like, bitch, we're just sitting on the porch doing nothing as usual. I'm like, I don't care. I need to see pictures because I was off. I was a jean vest, Shawty. I had jean oh. vest with a turtleneck. So I had like that. Then I transitioned into bolero jackets. Just giving you all the looks, but always turtleneck. Very much Drake before Drake was Drake. Drake was yes. still Aubrey. I had a lot of um, tuxedo looking vest. I look like a magician a little bit. I don't know what was going on there. <laughs> Remember the denim vest with the matching shorts though? You had to have two of those or you were not alive in the early aughts. <laughs> Period. They need to come back. Everything else coming back. So I'm going to come outside with a fucking vest on. And I know y'all going to booby back in the house, but I don't care. <laughs> me walking outside with Kat and me staring at her vest. <laughs> I mean, I ain't going to say that. I'm just like, well, we were in a vest today. I guess that's what we're doing, bro. Listen, my limbs need the sun. So I might have to actually invest in some shorts. Because I look like Casper in this bitch after three years of sitting in dark rooms. Because COVID, Omarion, now that the B2K members are stomping on people's asses. I can't go nowhere. <laughs> Oh my god, I love wearing shorts, but I'm tired of my thighs rubbing together. It's mm-mm, it hurts. I just I gotta get over it because I don't I don't be flexible with shorts because I have like hourglass legs. So they start out at the hips and then go in for the knees, come back out of the calves, and I'm like, mm-mm. But like I'm gonna get over it because like again, these bitches are fucking pale. And so they like little glow sticks. And I'm just like, I gotta I need some light to hit them. Just a little bit. Just a little bit. <laughs> Uh, Sadako looked like a little glow stick in this movie. This movie. She, wouldn't, she wouldn't get no sun. Was she also in a lockdown? <laughs> was there also an outbreak? She was locked you, in the well. She ain't getting no sun. You ain't seen no light until they pulled the rope down that bitch. She been sitting in the dark. I feel like her ass can see in the dark. She got night vision at this point. Also, her ass probably. on that motherfucking videotape where he was trying to delete the bitch or do something and the bitch was shaking her head and it just started. It kept going. I was like, oh no, she about to come out the TV, bitch. No. I was like, no. Yeah. Who, who like again, who was that in the movie? Because that's also who's behind him at the end of the movie. He like turns around and she's like, hey, still here. Like, well, that's what a police officer get because he ain't follow procedure anyway. He could have minded his fucking business. A random girl at school that he just interviewed that just know nudity. You know, you got to keep the story going. Listen. But I... you be possessing people. Right? So I could just be possessing motherfuckers. So if it's tapes or something, I feel like she can just pull up through somebody else. Which is a good superpower to have. It's a real good superpower to have if you think about it. It's just like, oh, you watch this video? No, and I'm you until I'm done doing what I want to do in your body. Good luck getting rid of these charges because I just like robbed a bank and shit. (laughs) Or whatever you do. I don't know what you do when you possess somebody. I'm just like thinking off the top of my head what I would be doing right now. But like... (laughs) Or perhaps, perhaps, hear me out. Because like, okay, so this whole curse... Started with her and getting pushed into the well and all that stuff, right? And her like anger and frustration and fear and all that stuff manifesting over this long period of time. Well, maybe that could happen to someone else as well. So maybe that person was like a new curse happening in a new video. I don't know. I'm, I'm grasping for some straws here. I feel like I feel like we got to grasp for a lot of straws because. The first Ringu was legit. When we covered it, 
with the shutter windows last year. I was like, yeah, why not put this off so long? And so I thought this was going to be the sequel like I really went up for from this month. And she here, she did something, and I'm I'm happy they got to make her because other people should be allowed to fail too. Um, this is not for me. <laughs> I'm sure somebody loves it, and they'll pull up on the Twitter to be like, hey, how dare you? You don't understand. That whale was a symbol of this. And I'm going to be like, that's cool. That's cute. I don't want your essay. I'm happy for you. <laughs> I love that journey for you. <laughs> I, and this was not for me. And I'm sad because the first one was so fucking good. I was so fucking good. Now I gotta Ooh. watch the other one. It was Ring Zero, Ring Zero. I need now because I haven't seen that. So I'm like, I gotta finish the story, bro. Because it's only three movies, and at this point, I'm already two thirds in. I mean, gotta finish it. Well, there's more than three movies because then you gotta have the crossover movies. Oh, it's Tanaka uh, versus. <laughs> mm-hmm. I've only seen, there's more than one crossover movie. I thought there were two. I could be wrong, but now I'm invested. I don't give a fuck where this train is going. I'm strapped in. I seen one they fighting. Do her, her in the grudge? Them two yeah. ghosts fight. They fight. And the grudge sends me to hell. They start people start doing them sounds, and I'm like, we got. I'd be ready to literally fist fight people when people start doing them sounds. <laughs> yeah. I've never seen any of the grudge, American or original, and so now I feel like I gotta start the grudge so I can like get into yes. the crossovers. Yes. Yeah, there That's is a crossover exactly that was that was fairly successful in Japan. So. Was it the Freddy versus Jason of that <laughs> year? Let's hope not. Let's hope not. <laughs> uh, yeah, there's just so much stuff happening. So many characters. I really could not keep up with who was who and who did what with whom and why and how. And it was just a lot. So I really had to like train my brain to just like, okay, little boy, little older woman, mom. That's all. That's all. And, the, and the ghost. Everybody else, you're just a person that's doing something. Like, I, I could not keep up with it. This is one of two movies since I've been podcasting for almost two years now. This is one of two movies where after it was over, I went to the Wikipedia to explain to me what the fuck I just saw. Wow. Okay. I, I mean, I don't blame you. Oh, yeah. It's not the first time. I, I mean, I skipped over doing that this time. I don't know how the hell I was able to, but I was, like, kind of able to keep up with this chaotic-ass storyline. And as we see in the side mission stories, I was just like, all right, so everyone has telekinetic psychic powers, and it's a vengeance plot, slash, we project this stuff into people's heads, slash, everybody just trying to get the fuck to burn these tapes at the end. And I was like, all right, well, this is kind of making sense. Turn up. I don't know. That was me watching. It feels like an NBC show that they're aiming for like the CSI crowd without saying it. They're not like out here be like, this is the show for your 50-year-old mother who likes procedurals but might not like cops as much as she used to, but also likes a convoluted plot and also is gonna be a love story on NBC Tuesdays. And you show up and it's like, what the fuck is this? Why is this? Is this really what we asked for? Right? Like, it, it's the blacklist with a bunch of side quests. And I'm just like, I didn't, I don't know if I wanted this. <laughs> All right. Any other thoughts before we get to hot takes? No, we there's a lot of staring. Way. Yes. And there's a lot of staring. A lot of people just staring at things for a while. And yeah. it's settling in that it's creepy. Okay. Right. Something that just popped into my head. The scene with 
Ryuji, Ghost Ryuji. I hope I'm saying his name correctly. I apologize if I'm not. And Yochi. And when he's like, bring all your power into me. Give me all the fear. And it was just like, I said, damn, these people acting. Because they were just shaking. <laughs> they were just shaking so hard. But and, that, like, and those special effects were really cool in that scene too. Because you could, in some some shots you could see like Ryuji's face and some shots you only saw his arms and he felt like he was like coming out of the side of the well. Like that was yes. a super cool shot. That did look good. It was a good balance because it was like, all right, here's this really good thing and here's this like ABC soap acting and then here's this really good thing and I'm just like, what the fuck is going on everybody? <laughs> and then they got out the well. <laughs> yes. She crawled, on, she crawled on out that well with that rope. <laughs> Who threw the rope down? I don't know. Who knows? Anyway. Jesus. <laughs> everybody else is in the movie. Why not? Why not? I just said XYZ uses escape rope. That's literally what happened. And the rope just and they just climb up, <laughs> you know, ghost one more high, then they get out, then it's just they back. And then everything's okay with an asterisk next to it. Roll the next movie. <laughs> it's like when the video game glitches and it's in your favor, so you just go with it. <laughs> You're like, these are extra coins. Yay, my CM gonna live her best life. And then they like, we figured out what we did, bitch. It's like, no. <laughs> playing Fallout and then the, the, the death claw just freezes. He's still roaring, <laughs> but he's not moving. You're like, great, I'm just gonna shoot it and run away. <laughs> Listen, you out here playing Silent Hill and you like, oh no, was that a, oh, it's gone, whatever it was. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Glitched out the game. Great. <laughs> this is perfect. All right. Well, let's get into hot takes. I'm curious where this leads us. One, there were a lot of aggressive bangs. I want to start here. Um, two, this movie does well with taking something that's not supposed to be that scary. Granted, people are afraid of water because drowning and stuff. But for you to just say, oh, we just about to make water spill everywhere. Now the pool and the ocean, you buried her to the sea and the ghost is coming out the water and everything is wet. We're dying in bathtubs. That they did that real hot. Um, but I think from now on, I've seen it once. I don't really need to see it twice. I can just read like a cliff notes on it real quick. If I need to revisit the storyline, I'm cool. I agree. I think that just going off of that really quickly, I found it really interesting in this one and in the original too, that there wasn't a lot of like special effects makeup to make something look scary. They really utilized the actors and the shot and like the use of shadow to make something look creepier than it might have been normally. And that claymation, because it was a lot like Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer in Hell. I am crying inside of my chest because what the fuck? <laughs> um, I agree. Because uh, at the end, I was just like, all right, this, I felt like it could have been better. It was trying, but you know, it, it was giving um, local haunted house um, inside the box, like the, the, the little entryway. My take is I feel like this movie would have did better as a family drama, just like strictly family drama, love story with horror elements instead of it just being positioned as like a revenge ghost sequel story. Although to be fair, I, I wasn't around or actively around in 99 to see this like being marketed in real time. But watching it now in 2022, I'm like, all right, if if I go with that 
go into this movie with that kind of mindset instead of thinking, oh, this bitch about to be just turning up like she did in the first movie, I would have probably had a better uh, thought about it. Kind of like when you watch, what is that, Army of the Dead and thinking that it's going to be, you know, oh, just a, a zombie movie in Vegas when it's actually a heist movie with zombie elements. So, yeah. I like that. Yeah, I can follow that. My hot take is I wonder if the book they ignored was better than them going rogue with a sequel. Because apparently the person who wrote the Ringu, original Ringu, they took that idea from the first book from the first movie, and then the second book didn't do that well. So they were like, mm, miss us. And I wonder if they'd followed whatever he did with that book, if it would be more cohesive and less scattered. Because this feels like people just sort of playing charades somebody else's work. It was like, mm, dim characters, uh, a whale, uh, a demon girl, uh, um, a police officer, put it in the blender. But you know what? The cop dramas were really booming in the late 90s to the early aughts. You can see it with like Hellraiser movies. You can see it even with Saw early aughts. Lots of like, people really love police dramas and they still do. And I really am on my head like Jay-Z, like, are you sure? This is what you like. I don't like this. I'm having a good time. Um, Because I don't want to watch the police do shit for real. I don't care that you're in the office typing up shit and looking up things. And I just don't care, dog. Like, I don't care. Uh, But, you know, yeah. Police drama all over there. They're probably like, this is going to sell. People love to watch the cops do their job. But I'm like... It's why I can't stand that third extras a movie. Because it is a police procedural and you got some good performances in it, but at the end of the day, it's police being like, demons might be real, because I don't know how to solve a crime. And I'm like, I was be bad at their jobs. I don't need a movie for that. I could just like go back into the workforce. Why are we here? What are we doing? <laughs> that's so true. And I'm always, anytime I see something that's like based on the novel by blah, 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 I'm always like, hmm, I need to check the book out to see what the differences are. Because like, even one, even adaptations that stay as true as humanly possible to the source material, which is difficult to do, but I understand there are two set very different medias between a novel and a movie, and there's still differences. So I'm always interested to see what those are and how the movie, how the book can even give me a more in-depth experience while, while, while watching the movie to be like, oh, they're okay, now I get that motivation because they did this in the book that's not in the movie, you know? So I'm always interested in that. But my hot take is the sequel seems to fall into the same trap that a lot of American sequels do in that it spends too much time trying to expand the story and get and get new characters and talk about, oh, but now Sadoku is, you know, doing this. And now even if you're looking at it's psychic powers and he might or may not be possessed and like we have to use our psychic powers to like delude her presence in the in the pool or it just it got too big and they should have spent more time like in the first one just giving us a concise effective story and they didn't do that i feel that that's why we all confused that's why we all walked away with five different kind of movies in one movie um (laughs) i think the person also had like a lot of ideas in their head and was trying to throw a lot at us at one time and for like we said, for this movie to be so short, it felt so long. And usually when someone's throwing a bunch of ideas at you, you're like, holy shit, what the fuck? And then the movie's over. Not, goddamn, I, one, don't understand what the hell happened to me. And then two, paired with one, this thing's still on? <laughs> 
I felt like I had just spent 30 years in a whale, and I don't like that feeling. Well, at least you were immersed in the story, but it's... <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, I don't do jokes. <laughs> <sighs> All right. Well, that's our thoughts on the grudge, or not the grudge. What are we wow. talking about? And I'm not even drinking. Uh, this is water, y'all. Okay, that's anyways. That's why you messed up, because you're that's... sober. You know what street this is, Trent. <laughs> Fix it. That's true. My bad, guys. My bad. Uh, that is our thoughts on The Ring 2. Thank you so much, Jazz and Kat. We always love having you on. Thanks for having us. I'm super excited, and I'm really slow at doing stuff right now, because my brain is spaghetti. So, thanks. Girl, literally <laughs> saying, I just called it The Grudge 2. <laughs> Listen, I mean... We're doing our best here. I mean, look at the world. It's crumbling. We're we're a lot, we're making it. Okay. Look at us. Look at us. Who would have thought? Who would have thunk? Right. <laughs> Try your <Yes>. best. <laughs> uh, thank you everyone for listening. Next week we'll be covering an American werewolf in Paris with Zena Dixon. And that's gonna continue our month of BOGO because we did the first movie and you're getting the second one because she's streaming. So you're welcome. <laughs> Yeah, again, whether you like it or not, it's happening. You That's how it. themes happen. <laughs> That's how they happen. I'm like, what's on HBO Max? Done. Boom. <laughs> yes. Done. Again, thank you everyone for listening and thank you to Jazz and Cat. And as always, make sure that you stay fierce out there. Bye. <laughs>